FM News with Tracy Valaidam. Five o'clock, good afternoon. Government will spend billions of rand for the construction of human settlements and the establishment of industrial projects in 15 mining towns. This was revealed by President Jacob Zuma in an exclusive interview with the SABC. Zuma says about one billion rand has been budgeted in the current financial year to deliver 19,000 houses. Two housing projects that will deliver 500 units at Marikana are in the process of being completed. Zuma says industrial Industrial development hubs in northwest Limpopo and the eastern Cape are in the pipeline. In total is about 7,000 units that have been put all over in the depressed districts and areas where the mines are to change the quality of life, the conditions, at least from the government point of view. There is a, co- a collaboration also with the mining companies. So this is what we have done so far to ensure that we do not get land into the same difficulty besides what could have happened that sparked off uh, the strike but these were the conditions that we discovered and thought we needed to address and we are addressing them Former acting NPA head Mokotedi Mshe says he had no legal authority to prosecute then-ANC Deputy President Jacob Zuma in 2007 and did not take the decision to delay Zuma's prosecution on fraud charges. This is contained in an affidavit filed in the High Court in Pretoria. It's part of legal papers in the DA's case to have corruption charges against Zuma reinstated. The NPA has not filed its affidavit and has missed three deadlines to do so. Mbshe puts the responsibility and decision to delay and charge Zuma on former Scorpions head Leonard McCarthy. He says by November 29, the team had made it clear it was ready to go ahead with the prosecution. But McCarthy persuaded him that charging Zuma just days before the fiercely contested ANC Polukwane conference would be harmful as it would destabilize the Scorpions, NPA and the country. Mbshe argues in the affidavit that McCarthy had all the powers as he was in charge of the investigation and and prosecution. He says he decided to respect his view for a postponement despite it being unpopular within the prosecution team. The Chamber of Mines says it won't pressurize gold sector unions into a hurried response to its five-year wage deal proposal. Gold mining companies are offering between 5 and 13 percent. The Chamber has been locked with talks with four unions presenting financial statements to show how they arrived at their offer. Elise Stradham is the Chamber's chief negotiator. We would be hoping to get a good indication tomorrow Uh, but if the unions come back to us and say we need more time you've given us a lot to think about then of course we will grant them more time if they need to go into further bilaterals with different companies because the offers are different then we will be happy to also do that and then we will hopefully be meeting again next week Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and if we get the feedback then that is also in order. The case against Czech fugitive Radovan Kretscher and four others has been postponed to the 7th of July for a bail application in the Germiston Magistrates Court. Kretscher, his former accountant and three others are accused of the murder of Lebanese national Sam Issa. He was gunned down in Bedford View two years ago.
Palma Kubane reports. Rodavan Kretcher has told the court through his lawyer that he fears for his life after a police officer named Colonel Klimba allegedly threatened to kill him this morning. He and other co-accused expected to apply for bail on the 7th and 8th of July. However, with regards to the trial date on this matter, the court granted a three-month postponement, but the exact date is yet to be set. Tunisia says it expects to lose a quarter of its revenue from tourism after the terror attack on a beach resort killed 38 people. At least 30 of the victims were British tourists. The BBC's Mark Lowen has the details. After two terror attacks in the space of three months, the Tunisian government is under pressure to act fast. It's now announced that armed guards will be stationed in hotels across the country. Police are continuing to question seven suspects arrested yesterday, said to have close links to the gunmen. With thousands of holidaymakers having left the country, Tunisia fears its vital tourism industry will take a huge hit. This nervous nation wants reassurance that its government is now taking measures to clamp down on jihadist cells and to avoid the chance of a repeat attack. Your top story this hour, government will spend billions of rand for the construction of human settlements and the establishment of industrial projects in 15 mining towns. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vlatham. I'll be back with headlines at 5.30.